Survival Guide. My name is Andriana Mabry. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in private practice in Southern California. We're here to prevent and treat therapist burnout together so that all of us can have careers that are both manageable and rewarding. So let me ask you this. What do you do when you're in the middle of a full day? You're also behind on paperwork. You also have voicemails to return and emails to return. And oh, yeah, you just realize you haven't gone to the bathroom in five hours. And your next appointment is in three minutes. I'm asking you this question because I once got a version of this question on a job interview. Talk about stressful. I do not remember how I answered it then, but I know how I would answer it now. These days, I always start with self-regulation. In other words, since I can't do everything, the most important thing to do is to make sure that my body has what it needs so it can come out of fight or flight mode. Self-regulation needs to be your priority too. Because situations like this will throw your body into a fight or flight response. And while fight or flight can be very useful if you're facing a short-term threat or a well-defined threat or a physical threat, fight or flight responses aren't super helpful in professional settings. They can actually cause you to make more mistakes, get irritable, miss important information, and the fight or flight response will flood your body with too many stress hormones. That's bad for your long-term health, okay? On top of that, being too anxious literally shuts down the prefrontal cortex of your brain. That's the bit at the forehead that helps you decide what's most important and what's a distraction. You need that thing. So it's really important for you to understand the importance of self-regulation, know how to do it. It's important inside the therapy room and outside the therapy room. Let's take a little detour and then come back. All right, let's talk about why therapy works. Therapy works because someone who is unskilled at processing and containing their own emotions spends a lot of time with someone who can help them process and contain their emotions. You are the person that needs to be contained. You do not want to bring more uncontained reactivity into the room. You want to be focused, open, and effective. You want to be able to hear the important stuff and help your client sort out what is not important. You need your prefrontal cortex to do all of that. This is true no matter what age your client is. Kids are especially expressive when they feel that the adult in the room is not in control. But even your adult clients have inner children, and your sense of calm can subtly signal your readiness to hold their stuff with them. But if you're feeling chaotic, you can actually initiate a similar reaction in your client, and that's not what you want. So, let's go back to that interview question. All the stuff, it all seems like it all has to be done at once. Let's take all the options available. Of everything you could do with those three minutes, the thing you should do is go to the restroom. This is the biggest priority because on a physical level, your body is going to just send larger and larger alarm bells 
to you for an entire hour while you're in session if you don't take care of it. You can get distance from the other external stimuli and avoid tripping into a fight or flight response. But you can't get distance from your body. You take your body into session every time you go into session. Okay. Now the objections. Well, what about all the rest of the stuff that's still undone? What about all the other stuff I have to do? All of the other stressors will still be there. But since they're not going to be solved in three minutes, what you actually need to do is address the feeling of stress coming up inside of yourself instead of trying to magically accomplish the impossible. After you have a great session, if you are still feeling well-regulated, then put the other things in order. Put them on your calendar, check off your checklist, do what you need to do then. Self-regulation always comes first. Now, my favorite way to re-regulate my brain and body is to take three deep cleansing breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Do not pull a client into session until you feel calm, even if you need to take an extra 30 seconds to get there. And if you have a couple minutes, You can even add in some active progressive muscle relaxation. Now, all active progressive muscle relaxation is, is just tensing and releasing each muscle group in order. I tend to go from head to toe, so forehead, jaws, shoulder, arms, hands, chest, belly, hips, thighs, calves, and feet. I tense and release each muscle group twice before moving to the next muscle group. After talking another therapist through my process, she told me that she was so relaxed that she wished I could record it for her so she could do it again and again throughout the week. So that's what I did. It's recorded. If you would like to hear a recording of progressive muscle relaxation, let me talk you through how it works. Do some progressive muscle relaxation so you can get re-regulated. I have released a bonus episode and you can go right to it and experience it for yourself. After you try it, please let me know how it works for you. I'm even putting my email in the description of the bonus episode for you. Look, there will always be more to do than we can get to in one single day, but by making sure that your calmest, most regulated self is tackling your to-do list, you can prevent burnout and prevent creating more problems by rushing, being short-tempered, or moving with a lack of care because your prefrontal cortex shut down. Instead, when your nerves are well-regulated, your brain is working with more of its brain cells, and that's the place you want to be in before you decide the priorities of the day. So that's what I have for you this week. As always, be well, and I'll catch you later. Bye.